Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Rabbit Hole Podcast. I am your host, CSD Fantasy. Hello, Fantasy Faithfuls, and welcome to another episode to the Fantasy Rabbit Hole Podcast. And Nate, he is joined in, and I think that's a perfect introduction to just introduce Nate the Great Hamilton to the show. That's fantastic. At DominateFF on Twitter. Like I said, I'm there all the time. I was just tweeting when you asked me to, uh, you know, say, say hi to everybody. I'm a fantasy analyst, analyst on Fantrax, and uh, I'm also featured in the Fantasy Football Black Book for the last two years now. Uh, I think Joe will have me back this year, I hope. Uh, but, yeah, Joe Pisapia and a bunch of guys that are very talented in industry. And uh, I was just saying that I've got some special projects in the works for 2020, and uh, I'm excited about that. Fantastic. I made a funny joke too, but it's not going to be funny the second time. Do, so do it again, Matt. His, do it his again. Funny joke was it involves medical equipment, and I said, <laughs> "That's so funny! It's medical equipment. That's right." And that's an inside joke, you guys. And oh, that's hilarious! That's that show you have to be in the VIP screen. chat to get that one. <laughs> that's right. Oh. Welcome yes. to see. Is it a Patreon? Patreon? Do you have a Patreon going? Yeah, you can join us on the Patreon page and the Discord server as well. There's I thought I made that. Below. I thought I made that up. <laughs> no 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 we have a vip chat it's a thing uh, we're starting a new podcast as well csd scrubs it will air on thursdays uh, and we're strictly talking medical equipment and um, different procedures for brain surgery it's basically Whoa. a scrubs reboot is what i'm thinking we're, we got coming on here but not yeah, pretty, pretty much i would say it's a we copied a lot of it and we got mellow joining in as always here in the chat what's up mellow are you doing good uh, today we have Hello. a truly special episode for you, but as always, feel free to interrupt at any point in the show, in the live chat, we are here to serve. Uh, we've already sh- uh, shout out the Patreon page, but we would also like for you to hit that like button. Please share on social media to help us get the word out there. Subscribe if you haven't done so, and check out more exclusive content on csdfantasy.com. But now, to some news. To the news! That was like a drop right there. That was fantastic. There is a drop going on as well. Uh, oh, my, I'm talking I'm over a, it. You ever <laughs> listen to the, the Trade Addicts podcast with Dynasty Outhouse? They don't even, Brian Hart, they don't even do little drops. They just have one of them come in like one of the movie preview guys, like, the news. And he just says it like that. And it's <laughs> fantastic. Awesome. It's fantastic. Welcome to the news. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to record that and have that be the new <laughs> I mean, if you really want me to do it, I mean, I can I can do it. I can do, kind of do the movie voice a little bit. $100 do, an hour? Yeah, do you charge for that? Coming this summer. Just kidding. This minute. The news. That's get on Fiverr and you start charging people five bucks. Okay, one Fiverr it is, buddy. I'm doing it. (laughs) One sentence, five bucks. Bam. The the movie voice for much cheaper. Here we have Nate. This is our only sound drop we got. It's uh, Nick saying, "Uncomebackable." Uncomebackable. Uncomebackable. You can't hear it, but I hear it. I'm gonna bring this up in every episode. Every episode, uncomebackable. Emmanuel Sanders. He had an injury that was uncomebackable. And he came would back. You say, would you say he needed medical equipment? He did. Made <laughs> for it too, but I don't know whatever came about that. I was gonna make the worst transition into a really sad topic with the medical equipment, but I'm I'm just gonna skip that. 
and say hi to John McGlynn. McGlynn, I don't really know how to pronounce that, but what's up, John? Welcome to the chat. You can interrupt at any point if you have any questions. Uh, the news are going to be super brief today. I only really have one thing, and I just want to uh, say that I have no words for what happened to Kobe uh, and his daughter and the other people who were on board on the helicopter. It's been a couple of really sad days for, I feel like, the entire world. I'm a huge soccer fan, and I know he grew up in Milan, and he supports the same club as me. And they uh, asked to wear black bands on their arms to to show their support for his family. And I think that shows just how great the reach was for him, how many people he touched throughout his career and his life. Um, but it's been it's been a few really tough days. And all support and thoughts and prayers go out to his family and hope they can stay strong in a time of need. And but with tying in more to football, I saw that like somebody like George Kittle was talking about it and praising him, praising Kobe, and like, oh, he's the reason I started football. So that ties into a little bit of the the Super Bowl news going on. And they've been running this Jimmy Garoppolo soundbite all week. I wanted to get your take on it. Uh, about the text he got from from Tom Brady is it's is this important at all that he got a text from a former teammate saying get it done uh Matt how do you feel about that I I I didn't think they were going to win before the tweet but after the tweet I think they're probably still not going to win <laughs> that's fantastic hashtag analysis that's beautiful that's good stuff that's about it <clears throat> Nate how do you feel about it is is there any newsworthiness into this like conversation no I, don't, I mean Tom Brady never really um I, I think it's pretty well known that he never really embraced the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo was the backup quarterback there he had no plans to retire anytime soon he wondered why he was even there in the first place I mean is it a decent thing to do send a text and say hey good luck man go get him sure yeah, I mean, that's that's fantastic, but I don't think it's going to have any impact whatsoever on what Jimmy G ends up doing in the Super Bowl. Um, I'm sure he's getting texts from literally everybody in the world uh, that has his number and, you know, probably much more important people to him, um, if I'm being honest, that, you know, he's probably taking to heart when it comes to uh, the Super Bowl. So. You know, I don't mean to sound like Tom Brady actually knew he was his backup. Maybe this is like one of his PR people sent the tweet. Like you got to You got to send it. You got to send it. Yeah. No, I mean, I I think he probably did it. He's he's a good he's a good dude. But again, it just it has no bearing, no impact on on what's going to happen in the Super Bowl. I can see Tom going home to to his wife and be like, he's not better looking than me, right? (laughs) He's not. I got handsome Jimmy G. I got all the rings. I think Tom Brady has the world by the tail, and he's doing okay. Absolutely. <laughs> pretty pretty okay. He can't even wear all his rings on one hand. Which is That was a great segue, by the way. I just want to throw that out there. Uh, you go from Kobe to George Kittle to Jimmy Garoppolo to a text from uh, Tom Brady. That was pretty impressive. This is That's kind of what I do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like to take and then I, something and then I take like way off the rails. I was gonna say I, I like to take something like medical equipment, yeah, <laughs> and then just turn that into a beautiful surgery. So you're can, I just, can I call you? Can I call you Segway from now on? I'm you just gonna call, call you Segway. So, segway is fine. 
That's your nickname. Speaking of Giselle, how many times are going to show Pat Mahomes' girlfriend during the Super Bowl? Over, under, two. Ooh. Let's let's write this down. Let's write it down as a prop bet. Matt, what was it? Over, under, two? I would say probably one and a half is probably a better over, under. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. One and a half. So you go in. What are you going, Matt? Over. They can't help it. Over. I'm gonna I'm gonna go the over, and I'm gonna say two. So I'm glad you didn't just stick with the two because I think they'll probably show her two times. Um, but she's highly annoying. I'm sorry. I have no yeah. idea who she is. Oh my god! Look up look up a video, <laughs> and it'll burn. It'll literally burn holes in your ears. Yes. Yes. Oh no, then. Oh. They thought we were blah 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 because she's on the team now. Like I don't know if you guys know this. Like she's she part of the team and she says we were doing this and blah 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 and and uh, you got to watch it, dude. It's, didn't his, his ex girlfriend also? <clears throat> she was like something real big too, wasn't she? Oh no, was that Drew Locke's ex girlfriend? Yes, she was the the, the daughter Drew of uh, the Chiefs owner, right? Owner, yeah. Okay, I knew there was something. Okay. Never mind. Moving on. Nick, over <laughs> under on the girlfriend thing. Before we we gotta get all this one and stuff a half here. Yeah, over for sure. Both times will be mouth wide open. Screaming. <laughs> Oof. Amen. That is fantastic. Over, mouth, mouth mouth never ever closed on screen. <laughs> <laughs> no, never. <laughs> I mean, I really could have tied that into Jimmy G as well if I wanted. If y'all remember the story when he went to the 49ers with mouth wide open. Okay, this just went way deep. Does this That's... involve Aaron Andrews in some fashion? I don't know who that is. Aaron Andrews? Oh, he like laid the Mac down. Uh, I'm going over as well. I don't even know who this is, but I feel like I need to go with the grain on this as I don't yeah. have any statistics for it. I don't want to speak on it too much. Uh, but definitely, she's going to be on screen over. Speaking of Drew Locke, though, real quick, the motherfucker moved up in my rankings after seeing his rap on the bench. Like, that was, I was all about him just getting down on the bench, rapping his heart. And then there was another. Well, I, 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 miss, I missed this. What? Yeah, what is this? I, no, hold I on. Is that it. a joke? Are you joking that you didn't see it? Because it was I retweeted swear. maybe 1,700 million times. By me. I, ha- I have not seen this, dude. No oh. way. And it's then fantastic. Him they have him on the bench, like, freestyle rapping, and someone actually dubbed the song that oh, he was Nick. doing over it. Oh, and it went like, it. He, he did a good job. I think it was playing on the So, Nick, you tweeted this? Okay, okay. I'll, I'm gonna, I'll check that out. Not now, because we're recording stuff. Uh, so I'll check that out later. That's no, no. You can take a second. Fantastic. No. <laughs> okay, yeah, guys, just give me a minute. Let me check out this video real quick. <laughs> it's dope as shit. And Drew, and Drew Lack went up a little little but, bit in my ratings for it. Know how we could possibly have done this show without you guys having seen Pat Mahomes' girlfriend or this video of Drew Locke. I mean, how are we even doing the show right now? It's like yeah, we never so watched we're not, football. We're not in tune with with uh, you know just everyday life. I guess I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's actually unavoidable for at least two days there like, you know, if you missed the two days then you missed it but it was like everywhere it must have been the two craziest days of my life was if... this during christmas or something it, was, it had to have been during the medical equipment convention week <laughs> yeah week 17 yeah i was too busy winning oh winning i was too You're busy the winning the week 17 league call. yeah that was so much bullshit that was I'm, I must have brought that up like seven times on the show that I was pissed about it, and then I went and won the freaking league. I was, but I, Drew Locke, Drew Locke, I gotta bring this up. So I, I posted a, a question. On Time out. Twitter. Are we going in a rabbit hole right now? Is that what's happening? That's what's happening. 
Rabbit uh, holes. Uh, hashtag brand. All hashtag. sorts of carrots everywhere. Carrots. <laughs> Where's well, I'll the talk carrot about carrots post? later. Don't, but don't you worry about it. I posted this question on Twitter uh, asking play, just randomly out there, like who is a player that's going to surprise people in 2020? And uh, I can't remember who it was. James, I think, said that Deshaun Hamilton was going to be big. Do you all believe that anybody but Cortland Sutton is going to be <laughs> viable? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm dying about those freaking... Emojis, emojis posted up. Deshaun Hamilton. Oh. Deshaun Hamilton. Is he? Go- what is this one? I don't even know what this one is. I just. Put it's up a there. sarcastic slow clap. I'm really gonna oh. have to put a band. It reminds me of not another teen movie. Is what it reminds me of. It's going to be three emojis per person per show from this point. Oh, oh you got to get one of carrots like blasting into the air like. Fruit, like fruit ninja. Would you want any other pass catchers on the Broncos? Are y'all that drunk? No offense. I yeah, no offense. Does he count? He's not a wide receiver, he, he but he counts. he's a pass counts. catcher. That counts. counts. But so Hamilton? Yes. Cortland Sutton's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, but, I but gotta besides go. him, besides him. I think you said besides Sutton, yeah. Yeah, oh. no, I, I have to go with my, my cousin Deshaun. You know what I mean? So naturally I'm gonna go with Deshaun Hamilton, you know. He's he's uh my aunt's uh cousin's brother's cousin. So that's Get it, people because his name is Nate Hamilton. Yeah, uh, my last yeah. name's Hamilton. Uh, for all you guys who don't know who I am, <laughs> I'm Tinder. No, uh, but, uh, I'm married, happily married with a four-year-old child. I don't know what is Tinder. I have no idea what that is. DK Metcalf's body, Nate's Nate's face, and it says Deshaun think, Hamilton. It's it's an app that you use to start like a fire when you're out camping. Yes, uh, we have uh, a couple of. Uh, Comments here in the chat. We got one from Fantasy Football Unlimited, and this is this is just um, a shout out. Uh, he's enjoying he or she is enjoying this immensely. Great stuff, fellas. Hashtag dominating. Hi Nate, I'm a big fan. Wow. Hey. Ooh. Well, thank you, FFU. I like that. And, uh, it's fantastic. <laughs> and uh, John agrees with me that Hamilton is not the answer. And oh, I'm pretty well, sure he's talking about Deshaun and not Nate. Well, <laughs> I'm guy definitely not here, the answer. <laughs> Deshaun Hamilton is definitely the answer, though. Like, a couple years ago, I got to meet him up close in person at the Senior Bowl, and he, he was unbelievable. You watched him practice, and he just went harder than everyone else there was. Like, it's his, his he can catch the ball, I guess is what I want to say, better than a lot of players in the NFL. And if given an opportunity with an actual quarterback, he is going to succeed immensely. I mean, think of his quarterbacks. He's had Joe Flacco. Mm. Who, who was last year's? Trevor Simeon, uh, Chad Kelly. I don't know who was starting for Can't Denver last year. Name them. No, but he hasn't had any. Now you got Drew Locke starting to come up. He's got a whole offseason. Uh, he, he was also pretty good at the senior bowl. I think these two are going to connect uh, and find a nice little uh, connection throughout the season. I like Deshaun Hamilton, depending on where you like draft him. And, but for Dynasty, I'm all about him for sure. I'm still Are you saying the... that you definitely believe in Drew Locke then? Uh, I I like Drew Locke a lot. Yeah, buddy. That that's Cortland Sutton right there. Yes, that's my guy. If y'all didn't get on the Cortland Sutton hype train back in 2018 with me, late 2018, y'all made a huge mistake, and you should be on there by now. Like that's just. That's yeah, but now now trying to get Cortland Sutton's gonna be way too much. Oh, he's yeah. going to be expensive. You're gonna overspend for him. Now you're gonna be spending top dollar for him in comparison to Hamilton when Hamilton's going to be the guy who has less coverage, better routes, better route running, and is going to get the ball more often in a lower like atmosphere. Not better so- route running than Sutton? Sutton is fantastic, though. 
Deshaun's the fucking man in, in route running. I promise you. I'm not saying Corlin's bad. I'm not saying that in any way, shape, or form. But I am saying that Deshaun in the middle of the field is going to light it up next year. Let's let's toss it back to uh, an old segment of ours called Nick's Picks, and let's see what what y'all say about that. So I'm gonna toss out. We're gonna have Deshaun Hamilton, and I'm gonna put him against another player and see who you'd rather have wide receivers. And it's gonna be I want somebody like wide receiver two uh, ish. Let's say, like, Jameson Crowder or Deshaun Hamilton, Nick. Deshaun Hamilton. Matt? Crowder. Nate? Hamilton, by far. Hold on. I mean, we are talking PPR, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Crowder. I'll take his 10 catch. I'll take his, like, 20 catches for 20 yards. That's fine. Yeah, but Crowder's just going this way. And I think, you know, Hamilton's going to – he's only got up from here. You know, he's got another year in the system. He's still a young dude. I mean, I think he's got a lot to prove, and I I, I really do believe he's going to be in the conversation this year. No, I actually don't disagree with what you guys are saying in all seriousness. But, um, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Robbie's leaving town. Sam Darnold's still fine. He's – Jamison is a target machine, so I don't expect him to be flashy. He's not even going to be what Jarvis Landry used to be, but he's going to get a ton of targets. So in PPR, I still like him, but that's just because, you know, yeah, he's going to get all the targets. Maybe it's a safer floor. Uh, yes. He's only had double-digit targets. He had double-digit targets three times last year. That is not like a target. His, his I don't think you can oh, fully no. judge the season oh, by no. what went on there with the quarterback, though. Oh, you know? no. I can see that, especially with Darnold come in. That is when he had his time. I mean, all right, I get what you're saying, but I will I will, I will, will take Hamilton. Okay, I see what you're two more real quick. Uh Calvin Ridley or Hamilton, Nate? Oh, that is a tough one. That is tough. Um, <clears throat> man. Can I stop? Can I jump in real quick? Are we yeah, talking, go right ahead, Nick. Yeah, are sure. Are we talking redraft or are we talking dynasty? Redraft. Okay, just wanted to confirm, but go ahead. Redraft, I have to go Ridley. I have to go Ridley next year. Could you take – I mean, you have to go Ridley in both, wouldn't you? Just for upside? I mean, today, that upside question with Ridley is still – yeah, or even though he's disappointing, I think he, I mean you got to go Ridley, right? Yeah, I would I'd say so. so. I would I'm, most definitely also take Ridley in both too. I did just want to clarify for future questions, but yes, um, and for everyone, the audience, ev- yeah, exactly. And- so everyone going Ridley. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Uh, yes. Okay. Last one, Deontay Johnson. Audi. Slow clap. Hamilton. Hamilton. Hold on. What was this question? Deontay Johnson. Oh, Hamilton. Oh, wow, I'm I'm alone on that Deontay Johnson island. I like Deontay, but I don't like the quarterback situation. Is Big Ben coming back? Yes, How long is it going to last? Like, I just need going- him. I just need him have- for one year. What? I just need him for one year, Big Ben. Yeah. And I need, if you, you look, could have said the same thing about drafting Juju in the first round and James Conner in the second round last year. Oh, I just need one year out of Big Ben, and he's gone in week one. Like that's what you're getting out of Big Ben. You don't know. You don't know. He's he's injury prone. He always has been. But I'm not paying anything for Deontay. You're not really paying anything for Deshaun Hamilton either, though. True. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. And James yeah. Washington, I think, at least still has a chance to step up in Pittsburgh. Like, <laughs> I love him. I don't like him. I'm not taking him. But he has a chance to step up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when we're talking about all these comparisons, we're honestly talking about upside, right? Like, right. who do we believe has the higher upside in these guys? We're not talking about safe floors unless we're talking full PPR and Crowder, which I, I kind of get that, but I just don't see Crowder continuing to, to, you know, go up in this, in this, uh, in, in this league. I think he's, he's going the other way, unfortunately. So I think Hamilton just has the better upside out of those two guys, but and Calvin Ridley, I mean, he's got Matt Ryan. 
yep. and he's got Julio to detract from, you know, his his, uh, you know, obviously he's double he's double covered and everything. So Calvin Ridley is in a better position there over Hamilton. I have a video coming out in a few weeks where I analyze Ridley a little deeper, and I I, I have him taking a huge step forward next year. I think this was his sophomore slump and now it's time for a breakout year with him in year three uh mellow mellow in the chat asked what team does matt root for oh yeah I just, do, do i do i seem like i i'm biased or something no <laughs> I just, jets, I'm maybe? are you a jets dude no i'm packers uh, I am, but i, I just wonder why you why he was asking does i'm just curious why the question we like because you have a mets hat on i think it's good to get that in though nate what team oh. do you support because you have titans you have saints houston behind you that looks like a face of a browns fan i know the answer i know this answer go ahead go ahead matt dallas cowboys yes is the cowboys welcome to the show can we make you a staple here well okay what you're not seeing on camera is uh, a dak prescott signed picture here and a byron jones signed mini helmet so, yes. yeah, all my Cowboy stuff is actually off camera, which is kind of funny. Uh, yeah, but his favorite player that. is Todd Gurley, everybody. That's his favorite. <laughs> favorite it yeah. would appear. I've got a Funko Pop of Todd Gurley as well. <laughs> which, guys, no, okay. <clears throat> Let's go down a rabbit hole for a second. Um, so, it, we want to talk about Funko Pops for a second. I own three NFL Funko Pops. Are you ready? Le'Veon Bell with the Steelers. Ooh. Des Bryant. Yes. And then Todd Gurley. So before the season even started, I said I own those three. I was upset of how th- things with went with Le'Veon Bell and went with Des Bryant. And I said I'm a little worried about Todd Gurley. And so my Funko Pop collection is proving that it's a curse. So I've stopped buying NFL players. Where, where, when's your birthday? August 3rd. I'm going to send you a Khalil Mack one. <laughs> if Thank you guys you. want an NFL player to fail, I mean the Funko Pop, the guys, they're like ten dollars or less. They're like super cheap. Buy me presents. I, I don't mind it. DM me, I'll give you my address. You can send it to me. I guarantee they will fail in 2020. So this is like the the unknown version of the Madden curse. It's absolutely yeah, unknown. Very, very unknown. So because... I'm gonna blame you <laughs> for me. ruining my favorite player. On the Dallas Cowboys. Des Bryant. God, he was my favorite too. So yeah. oh. I'm right there with you, buddy. Yeah. Dude, you you destroyed my dreams. And something that destroys dreams or make them happen is the Super Bowl. So let's get into the topic of the day. And Nate, if you don't know, there will be a little bit of a silence in one second. Hey guys, what's the Super Bowl? We we can't get through it. You you're talking over the 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 drop. I'm trying to be kind. I whispered it. No one could hear me. Super Bowl is a is a larger than average bowl that people put soup in rather than a bread bowl. Oh, funny story about that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no, he's got everything. This guy. This, I love it. This show is this is this is hilarious. So growing up in Sweden, you know they you have. Uh, subtitle when you're watching a show and I'm watching Friends and they're talking about the Super Bowl but the Swedish translation is literally a big bowl like oh I'm I'm watching the big bowl tonight like a bowl of cereal 
is the translation. I'm like, I'm super confused. A few years later, as you learn English more and more, they're like, oh, somebody just translated the shit out of this. And that's what can happen when you grow up in a country that does not speak English as their first language. Man, you had it. That's tough, dude. Like you don't, you don't even know the name of the Super Bowl is the Super Bowl until you like learn, learn. Well, think about it. If you didn't know it, it's kind of a ridiculous name. Yeah. (laughs) Imagine some. What are we doing? We're playing for the big fork today. You know, like (laughs) I agree. Forty-five-year-old translator sitting there and just getting a script and like Super Bowl. I guess it's a big bowl. The big bowl. Uh, and then we had Fantasy Football Unlimited again. What sort of appearance fee does Nate Hamilton even charge? You guys have gone big time. I I usually auction um, that. So, you know, <laughs> I'm worth whatever the market says I'm worth. You That's don't what I say. what we paid for him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys play, paid top dollar. So. If you have to ask, you can't afford it. <laughs> Ooh, thanks, Nick. I appreciate you, buddy. Gotcha. <laughs> we have some interesting topics to cover today, though, with the Super Bowl. We have Time out. Couple... I do this for free because I'm not an asshole. I just want to say that real quick. That's... This guy was like on That sounds like yeah, it's direct it's like... somebody, to be yeah. honest. It's going to. Why? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Do people charge? <laughs> I, I don't mean to offend anybody. There's a <laughs> bill coming in my like mailbox. Right here. Are we live? Oh, man. <laughs> There's a bill showing up. Nate Hamilton, LLC. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I thought he was just being nice and wanted to talk football. No, no, no. no. Well, now you're putting ideas in my head. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad if if you haven't watched the show before, Nate, uh, which I know you, you watch every I episode. I have. Uh, every single one. You, no, you kind of get the it. feel for what happens on these shows that we kind of go off, off the deep end and down the rabbit off hole. Off the rails would be a great name. Just saying. Damn it. That is a good name. Wait, I didn't hear it. What'd you say? Off the rails. I mean, that's well. Keaton and I, when we when we do our fantasy tilt podcast, we actually have a side podcast called Off the Rails, and where we don't talk fantasy football at all. And so it's a, it's a completely different topic. Where it's like it could be our favorite comic book villains or our top horror movies of all time, kind of thing. So I mean, so that's kind of a copy of this because we spent ten minutes trying to figure out the career of. Uh... Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's basically, yeah, it's that. We're completely off the rails the whole time. And I, believe it or not, I host that one because that was Keaton's genius idea of like, hey, if we're going to do another podcast, do you want to host since it's called Off the Rails? I'm like, yeah, I suck at hosting. That's perfect. Let's do it. Nate, so, what are your thoughts on What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Oh, man, uh, it's it's my favorite movie of all time. You is it a movie? It I'm sorry. I'm, no, thank you, and not just me. But somebody yeah. who is fantastic to watch and not who's eating Gilbert Grape is freaking George Kittle and Travis Kelsey. They're freaking amazing If George to watch. Kittle wanted to eat Gilbert Grape, he would. George Kittle can eat anybody. Did you guys eat Gilbert Grapes every day? George Kittle looks like what's-his-name from Harry Potter. The freaking not – not what's-his-name? Not What's the little alien dude? What? Dobby? Dobby? But what's his like other one? The, ma- the other one? Malfoy? What? What? No. What's, what's Harry Potter? What's... <laughs> it's a comic. Can we just book. explain that first? It's a comic book. Ah, don't don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, don't offend but... people, Nick. Don't offend like... people. Don't alienate. I'm offend. I, that's just I, I just do it by nature. Don't I'm sorry. alienate our viewer base by removing all the Harry Potter fans. Alienate? Did you just say? 
Ooh. I just skate. It's, it's a habit. He's just yeah. he's just trademarking stuff as we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's my burner account. Alienate. Jack in the chat just says Chiefs or Niners. We're never talking about football. Yeah, just... I'm. I'm, oh, I'm gonna. Sorry, let's, let's go. Not ahead. gonna be Everybody's any segment now. Fantasy. Let's go. Yeah, no segment. Into a Super Bowl show and have yet to talk about the Super Bowl. I've let's tried talk, let's to talk mention football. it. I've tried to mention it a few times. I'm not Dang, even gonna do a segment now. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Who is the tight end you want in this game? George Kittle or Travis Kelsey? Nick, who do you got? Like not for fantasy, just football. Well, the, I want both. I mean, they're, they're phenomenal. It, it, you can, it, this is 1A, 1B right here in the NFL right now, right? There's no other tight end that's even comparable to these guys. Uh, and, and so I guess, uh, I guess, gun to head, give me Kittle because he's got a little bit of fresher legs. But, I mean, that, that, that he's, he also has a torn labrum. So, no, give me Travis Kelsey. Thank like, you. Thank you. Go. Okay, so can I jump in real quick and just say that um, – Kelsey and Kittle are the one and two tight ends and half point PPR anyway. And I know you said not fancy football. We're talking regular football here, but there's a lot that coincide with one another. Cool. And that's a huge misconception where we're analyzing actual NFL data when we come up with these fantasy stats. So there's a lot of weight in where they finish in fantasy and how good they are in, in, in actual football. Um, a different conversation can be had when we're talking about quarterbacks, but that's for another day. Kittle finished 25 points behind Kelsey, but played just two fewer games. So give him a, a little bit of credit there. They could probably have ended up pretty much the same had Kittle played six all 16 games. They Add both in the water game. Water, yeah, I mean, water game killed them. Yeah. No, I mean, they both averaged 12.9 fancy uh, points per game this, this season. But let's talk about current. Like, what have you done for me lately? Let's talk about playoffs. They've both played in two playoff games. I'm going to give the edge to Kelsey here, and, and this is why I like Kelsey more, because he's been on fire in the playoffs, and Kittle has been playing with a torn labrum, as Nick pointed out. Kelsey is the number one tight end in these playoffs, even with just two games, and he's averaging 20.4 points per game versus Kittle's 2.8 points per game. So Kittle has four receptions for 35 yards and no touchdowns, where Kelsey has 16 targets, 13 receptions, 164 yards, and three touchdowns this playoffs. That's a difference of 40.9 points to 5.5. So it's not even close to me that Kelsey is is the clear favorite out of these two just because of the injury that Kittle is playing with right now. And clearly it's affecting him because he's not himself uh, in the last couple of games in these playoffs. So it's Kelsey for me. To be a little devil's advocate here and, and go the, the Kittle way, you have to look at the game scripts too and look that San Francisco is just not passing the ball at all. He had one target the last game. And if they're going to win this game, I feel like George Kittle have to play a big role, hurt or not. If he's not on his game, I don't think San Francisco can win this one. I think he, for me, if they're going to come out and and be what they have to be to beat that offense of Kansas City, George Kittle has to play and play a big role with 8 to 10 targets. I, I don't see it happening otherwise. You can run the ball and shorten the game, but then, I mean, Kansas City can score three touchdowns in three plays. Uh, not three plays, but three minutes. Oh. So I'm going to just jump in here. Sorry, Matt. Uh, all three of you guys sound like you're all taking the Chiefs, huh? 
yes. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Hello. I can't. I can't got a program here. I can't believe this, guys. Screw talking about the damn tight ends. The, the Chiefs just game. scored 50 points in a row. Twice. How, how do you Twice. beat the Chiefs? How do you beat the Chiefs? You Doing run something that San Francisco the ball. It's the same thing you beat Green Bay with. It's the same I know, but they have to run the ball and score over 50. Can they do that? Wait, they Nick, can you ask the, Nick, deep. ask the question again. How do you beat Kansas City? You don't. Yeah. <laughs> but it's happened multiple times this year. And, and I, I, I can't. I want to talk about that, but we can keep talking. No, about no, no. Keep going. Keep going. Keep, yeah, keep yeah, going. Go Get on that soapbox and stand there by Prove yourself. Prove your case. How did the Patriots beat the Giants when the Patriots had the best offense in the league? How do teams with the best offenses, like Los Angeles against New England last year, go in and win the Super Bowl? To answer your, to answer that question, they don't. Same, like that, you don't win with offense in the Super Bowl. Kansas City's great. Andy Reid's great. Eric Bieniemy's great. Like this is all this is all phenomenal. Whoop de doo. You, you go against the best defense in the Super Bowl nine out of ten times. That defense is going to take home the victory. As much as we want to sit here and love and love the air attack and just want to get right on Pat Mahomes and we want to see his girlfriend all over the TV screen, it's not going to happen. It's going to be Salam running you, the show. If you had to put all your money on the line for how many points the Chiefs are going to score in this one, what are you saying, then? What are you predicting that the Chiefs are going to do offensively? 20. Really? 20 to 28 San Francisco. People are going to be wow. pulling their hair out watching this game if they score 20. San That'll be sad. will literally run the ball down Kansas City's throat. Kansas City will not be – well, I mean – But the thing, though, Kansas City can score 40 points on seven minutes of uh, ball control. Very true. When you don't have a defensive line with the defensive player of the year coming at you every single play. Now, the big thing is they're going to exploit Richard Sherman. And Tyreek Hill should have a big day. And that that's their – like, obviously, that's how they're going to win. They are not going to win by running the ball with Damian Williams. They're not going to win by dumping it off to Damian Williams. They're not going to win with Sammy frickin' Watkins. I can promise you that. Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill have to exploit the defense of San Francisco. And how hard is it to exploit that linebacker do, like a trio? It is, it, it's damn near impossible. The tight ends have a horrible day every single time they play San Fran. So now it's down to Tyreek Hill and Pat Mahomes. And if you're going to tell me that Pat Mahomes and Tyreek Hill are going to go out there and score 45 points, I'm just going to have to call you crazy in the Super Bowl. I just have to call you crazy. Obviously, I could be wrong, but, but it, NFL loves to repeat itself. And I NFL think it always, comes down to San Francisco – getting to Pat Mahomes, their line. I think they, they need to get to him, but I think Pat yeah. Mahomes is good enough to not even beat them all day, but just the couple of times they try to rush him and he beats them, he, he can put up do a lot of damage and very little success rate. So right. I just And I think right. you underestimate the run defense of Kansas City too. They're talked about like some schmuck group. They gave up eighty five yards to Derrick Henry on the ground last week. Or, that, well, that, that's how you beat them. Their secondary is better than their, their run defense. Like, you have to beat them on the ground. And that's what San Francisco is best at. And what has Kansas City done both playoff games? But they've, they've outscored their opponent 79 to 24 after the first quarter. And they've that, stopped, the, they haven't given up 100 yards on the ground yet. 79 to 24 and, and, and after the first quarter. quarter. That's amazing. Played? Who have they played? Like, they played Derrick the Henry. But Tennessee, Deshaun Watson, won, lost two times this year, three times. Pretty darn good run offenses, though. Sure, great, that's great. But if you're going to run Derrick Henry for 200 yards every game and hope that that's why you're going to win, that that's not going to do it. But what that's San what San Francisco has, does. But San Francisco has has options. They don't have just Derrick Henry. 
But it's gonna be Raheem Mostar. Is but Coleman's playing, right? Like but, Coleman's playing. But Nick, Nick, there's one thing that you're missing, right? So, yeah. I believe the approach for the 49ers is going to be run the ball, establish the run. That's what that. That's what has gotten them there. They're the second best rushing team yeah, in the league cool. this season, right? Okay, right. so they're gonna try and do that. However, there's a flip side to this. Mm-hmm. If Patrick Mahomes does what Patrick Mahomes does after the first quarter, because here's how I kind of see the a Super Bowl unfolding. I don't know if we're getting ahead of ourselves, but hey, rabbit hole, right? So let's do it. Uh, you know, I, I see it unfolding very similar to how the other two playoff games unfolded for the Kansas City Chiefs, which is, wow, they're going to lose this game after the first quarter. And then they press oh. their foot on the gas and they don't let go. What happens when they get a two-touchdown lead? The game plan for the San Francisco 49ers out the window. They cannot run the ball to keep Patrick Mahomes off the field successfully if the offense works out. I understand the the, the defense, great. They're a great defense. I, I understand that. But there's so many weapons on this team, on, on this Kansas City Chiefs team, where I don't find them completely struggling, where they don't gain a lead at some point in this game, which is going to throw San Francisco's plan out the window, and they're going to have to lean on Jimmy G and Debo Samuel and uh, injured George Kittle. When you look at every aspect of this game, and I'm not somebody who likes to fall in what the majority likes. You know, I, I find myself going against it for some reason. It's just, you know, I just put out a tweet um, earlier, and it was a poll. You know, who do you believe is going to win the Super Bowl or whatever? And Chiefs are winning like 75%, I think, right? So... And it's over 2,000 votes right now. Polarizing poll there from you. So, and and that's one thing that usually has me like, no, you know what? No, I I can see it going the other way. And I can. I'm actually rooting for the 49ers. But if I'm, if I'm honestly, you know, that's my heart. That's, that's what my heart's telling me. My head though, like everything I'm looking at it, when I analyze this game, I just don't see a way that San Francisco can successfully put together enough offense, especially with their main guy, George Kittle, hurt the way he has been hurt and he's been completely ineffective the last two playoff games he's not all of a sudden going to become this monster in the super bowl he might have his best game his best playoff game this year but he's not going to be george kittle of what we've seen this all season you know he's he's hurt and that plays a huge role in this in this uh in this game and i just think that the kansas city chiefs are going to exploit that eventually and the the game plan for the 49ers is going to fall apart why don't they well, you open the, you open the conversation with George Kittle or Kelsey and you said I mean that's I think it comes down to George Kittle yeah, being injured because exactly. they're not going to do what they did to the Packers the 49ers that's not going to happen they're not going to you know this the Chiefs are susceptible to the run most starts not putting over 200 yards on them you need a big play guy and their biggest big play guy is injured I don't think that I don't think the Debo is going to you know be able to make the big plays to kind of hang with Kansas City Kansas City just makes those quick strikes so I actually expect it to be a better game than maybe I've been leading on for this whole conversation but Kansas City's just the way they've been playing it's hard to imagine that they can't um open up a bit a bit of a lead here like Nate said and just it kind of takes the best thing San Francisco does possibly away from them. If they're up, they almost have to continue running even if they're down. Uh, if San Francisco goes down, they got to continue to run the ball because that's how effective they are. And I don't know if they'll be able to, in the Super Bowl, in that big spotlight, if they'll actually have the balls to do that or not. If they go away from what they do well, it could be a catastrophe. But I've seen him done yeah. it before. Kyle Shanahan had gone away from the run before in the Super Bowl. Oh, no, situation. I know. It's just, it's and different. It's I'll, different. 
I think we're under, like I said, I think we're underestimating the Kansas City run defense, but that's why I wanted to talk about Kittle in the beginning because I feel like he, if he can have a Terrell Owens type Super Bowl where he's like, I'm hurt, I don't care, I'm going to destroy you, this is going to be a nail biter to me. And to be fair, I want to, I want to jump in the chat here a little bit because Matt, Nate, and me, we're kind of on the, uh, the chief side. Everyone in the chat is pretty much on Nick's side. Everyone's bringing up the Broncos, uh, Seattle game. They're bringing let me up. Jump let me jump in real quick. Exactly what I was going to say. Who was the last favorited team to win the Super Bowl? Broncos. And before that, like it goes. It's it's always the underrated team that wins the Super Bowl. It's every year. It's every freaking year. You have to go back like twelve years to find the last favorited team by Vegas to win the Super Bowl. I don't know. The Patriots have been favored. I think. Almost not to the, Rams. the first two, I believe they've been favored every time they're in. Not to the Rams. They were to the Eagles. And, and then, I think they and have then, been. And then you got to go back to, like, what? When was the last time before that? I mean, so what, like they the lost those two against the Giants, but I think they were favored at every other one in between and up until current, currently. They yeah, were but, favored last year against the Rams, were they not? I thought the Rams were. I, I, thought, yeah, the Rams I thought the Rams were, too. I'm pretty sure the Rams were. Uh, what about the – I mean, I just think that it's Eagles. not always the underdog. It's not always I, – I, I think – out of the time it's the underdog lately. But I think that the, the chat is saying pass ver- – well, not pass. They're, they're saying offense versus defense and bringing up the Broncos versus uh, Panthers. They're bringing up uh, last year with the Rams. Let's they're, also talk about that. You guys are saying that Kansas City might do the complete, the same thing that they have been doing. They might fall to an early lead and come back and throw 40 points in the second quarter. They've been doing that against the Houston frickin' Texans defense and the frickin' Tennessee Titans defense. I dare Pat Mahomes to go out there and try to score four touchdowns against the San Francisco defense in the second quarter. Okay, I, don't, I don't think any of us actually think that the Chiefs are about to put 50 up on the 49ers. I don't no. think any of us actually said that. No, I, don't I think said it's going to be close. I just think the big plays – Kansas City has a lot of playmakers. They have a ton. San Francisco's down their biggest one. It's a close game. I think that's the difference. And Andy Reid, when he gets time to plan, ooh, he can be sneaky. Yeah, yeah. that's 100% true. That is 100% yeah. true. And to be all honest, it, this game's going to come down to coaching. So if we if we go by coach, right, coach to coach, who's got the edge? Oof. Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Quarterback and quarterback, who's got the edge? Mahomes. Pat Mahomes, for sure. Tight ends, who's got the edge? Without the injury, I'm going Kelsey. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me keep going. Wide receiver, who's got the edge? Uh, Kansas City. Okay, man. I mean, just the defense. You can pretty much cover. But the big thing though is San Francisco probably has the edge on the offensive and defense on the one that's line to line. I think San Francisco's the edge there, and that could end up being the big difference in the game. Trust me. Guys, I don't have a dog in this fight, man. I want to see Either. a damn good game. You, right? you like, do now. You do now. And I and I want my squares to hit. I mean, that's all I care about, right? So that's all that matters, baby. Right? That's it. If, 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 if I make some money <laughs> off of this game, I'll be happy. I'm good. The Chiefs, the Chiefs need this game to be fun. The 49ers need this game to suck. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. You nailed it. I mean, yeah. that's exactly it. But for me, I do want to see a great game. Yes. Please. I just, as I sat here, really going because i don't have a dog in the fight so i really haven't overanalyzed this game until you guys asked me to be on and we're you know the subject was the super bowl i really dug into these teams and it's man it's for me it's not going to be as close as i i I would hope it to be i mean that's just 
I'm obviously you can be wrong. We're freaking weathermen, right? right? I mean, that's what we do. What's the but, line on this game right now? Is it still like three? Did it not move much? No idea, actually. That's a good question. I, I don't Opened know. Opened up three, three and a half for the Chiefs, right? It, or something it can't like have moved more, you know, much more than a field goal. I, I wouldn't say. So. Yeah, I'm I would to stay away from from gambling ish things. Yeah, under under five, it's got to be. I would have thought it would have stayed right where it is, to be honest. When it comes yeah, to- I mean, it might. Just because San Francisco has a lot of fans more than the Chiefs, I would assume, right? Chiefs. Yeah. Is anyone looking this so. up, or are we all just staring at each We're other? Staring, no, I'm staring at I'm staring at <laughs> the chat because we have so many people joining in. It. We have oh, sweet. Uh, uh, Nicholas Caron coming in here as well, saying uh, like he's on Nick's side as well. Melo's on Nick's side. Uh, uh, John says the Chiefs speed is the only wild card. Uh, Fantasy Football Unlimited is just happy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it opened at one and a half uh, for Kansas City. It's now sitting at just one for Kansas City. Wow. I think what what Nate was doing earlier ties perfectly with just going through who we got ties perfectly into our next segment. We've got 13 minutes left of this show, so I wanted to hit the the price pick segments of picking over and under on all these players. So let's um, look into this week's price picks. So if you're tired of losing on DFS salary cap sites with our friends at Price Picks, you can turn that fantasy sports knowledge into cold hard cash. No sharks, no endless hours of research. It's just you against the projections. Just choose over or under correctly on a player's fantasy point prediction to win. Use promo code CSD. New members who sign up and make their first deposit gets free two-pick entry to win $25 and 25% first deposit instant match. Price picks really is daily fancy simplified, and today we have a bunch of uh, like head to heads for this game. Uh, so first up is the quarterbacks. Let's start with Patrick Mahomes and and ask Nick as the first man. Let's not do the coin this time. Uh, just stick with the coin master, but no coin. <laughs> I don't have enough columns to document that. All right, uh, Nick. We got the Patrick quarterback. Mahomes stand uh, PPR scoring. Uh, four points per touch, passing touchdown, 26 points, over or under. Will he reach 26? Under. Under? Okay. Okay. I'm, uh, 26 is a pretty high pretty high scoring, but I've been under on Mahomes a little bit too much this, this playoff, and he just keeps burning me. I think even though it's a tough defense, I think he can score 26. Like, I'm... I've been burned so many times of saying like, "Oh, it's difficult to reach these higher projections for Mahomes," and then he's just like, "Watch me throw sixty yards with a flick of my wrist and <laughs> buy to your winning." So I'm going. I'm picturing over. Mahomes like, "Haha," actually like doing that too while he's throwing the ball. <laughs> right. That's just how it feels. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna jump. I'm not gonna plant my legs, flick the wrist, sixty yards, and then Hill is just like deuces." He's on his phone like Carl. <laughs> Yeah, this this is gonna be Patrick Mahomes as soon as he goes over twenty six. He's gonna do this. He's gonna be like twenty seven. <laughs> <laughs> that's Patrick Mahomes right there. <laughs> and that that's he just keeps burning me. Yeah. <laughs> he just keeps burning me. Matt, what do you got? You got over under twenty six for Patrick Mahomes this week. I agree with everything you guys said, but I'm gonna go with the math on this one and go the under because sometimes even though things are great, like a ten point line for the Ravens to win doesn't work out because sometimes math is bad. So under for Mahomes, just because. Nate? Yeah, I mean, this NFL, 
uh, playoffs, man, this year in particular has been completely unpredictive. And uh, But the truth is, at the end of the day, the two teams that belong in the Super Bowl are in the Super Bowl. So 100%. for me, I'm going to go the over here. I believe he scores about 31 fantasy points, to be honest with you. So uh, I'm, I'm taking the over here. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I'm, I, I really want this to be a good game, even though I'm, I have a birthday party I have to go to. Uh, what? No. Yeah. Yeah, he's born. They're no longer your friend. That's, I, I, are I'm they friends? Because they're not friends. That's my nephew. Yeah, nephew. He's four. Disown him. He's, he's, you're, you're saying that like it's a problem. I'm turning yeah, no. into a Cowboys fan. I have a, I've, I've a stake in this. What do you say, Nick? Who has a nephew who has a birthday at six? Like, all my nephew's birthdays are, like, new. Like, yes. Who has a yeah. sixth birthday party? So the I'm, thing is, he's a huge football fan, thanks to me. And, like, he, that's all he talk about. So he's like, I'm going to have a Super Bowl birthday party. I'm gonna have Wait, a where do you live, Carl? Party Carl, you live? Super Bowl wasn't on. Yeah where, you, yeah. where do you live, buddy? I live in Atlanta. Okay. Okay. So you're in the states. All right. Yeah. So all right. Oh, that's, he's that's, he's that's he's weird. in South Carolina. He's his football is all he talk about, and I'm I'm the reason. I bought him Cowboys jerseys and helmets and stuff, and now he's a like, Cowboys, Cowboys. That's fantastic. That's awesome. that's my boy too. Yeah, you got you got to corrupt him early. Well, yeah, because my grandfather, you know, or I should say his grandfather, I'm sorry, it's my father-in-law, but, you know, Patriots fan. I'm in New Hampshire. So, you know, everybody's Patriots fans around here and I, I get, you know, uh, all the crap for it. But the other day he was like, he said to my son, Leo, he's like, you're rooting for the Patriots yet. Yeah, this was like a few weeks back and the Cowboys had already been eliminated. And he's like, no, go Cowboys. <laughs> I'm like, that's my boy. I love him. Do until you die. Jimmy Garoppolo, right. though, he used to play for the Patriots. He has a Un- price under. projection of 18. Segway. Segway. Nate, over under 18 for Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, let me just check my notes here. Um, I'm going to go with the over. I'm going to say he scores about 25 fantasy points. Jesus and Christ. I think that he's going to do... Hold on. What do you think the score is going to be? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. We're not getting there. 79 to 60? <laughs> hey, we've got a program, okay? Let's, let's, we'll, we'll talk about this, okay? Yeah. No, not, not that high. But yeah, 25 points for Jim Garoppolo. Oh, do it. Holy... Cr- okay. Do, do you know how many points he got in the last game? And the game before that? And he doesn't he, have George Kittle. I don't know if you knew that, but he yeah. does. he's going to be down by like thirty, so he's going to have to get some garbage time stuff. So, here so we he's go. gonna they're gonna 25. hand the ball over to Matt Breida instead of Raheem Mostert. Twenty five points. <laughs> I'm here for the thirty point comeback from Jimmy Garoppolo. That would be phenomenal <laughs> if we get that second half like freaking just heart like wrenching loss to the Chiefs. No offense, Chiefs fans, but come on, that would be fantastic to everyone who's not. Jimmy Garoppolo would be down 31 to 3 just to show Tom Brady up by three points and come back and win <laughs> in overtime. I know. Text that. I don't know. Was that on the show? Did we even talk about that on the show? Or was that pre show? <laughs> I can't remember at this point. I, I Me neither. It's just a blur. Matt, what do you got? Over under 18 points. I go blind under. For Jimmy Garoppolo, all games. Don't don't even know what the don't need the number. It's always under. Yeah, you've been pretty good with that. Uh, when I checked the score, you've just been saying under on Garoppolo when I keep in track of stuff. I have Garoppolo for fourteen with a ceiling of twenty three, which is not ideal. The Chiefs only give up fifteen point six points on average to quarterbacks in general, so I'm gonna have to go under on this one. Yeah, under. 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 Okay. So you're going under on both quarterbacks? 
Yeah, definitely. But under, I don't know why you guys are thinking this game's going to be anything over like a 24 to 20 game. Like this game's going to be defense, defense, defense. And everyone in the world's going to be like, oh, but it's but it's the Chiefs. And <laughs> where are they from? It's, it's, it's just like last year when people are like, oh, man, the Rams are going to put 50 on the Patriots and the Patriots will probably score 45 to keep up and then win at the end 52 50. It's it's defense, boys. Defense wins championships year in and year out. It literally never fails. But this is not a Belichick year, though. So at least we have hope of it not being there is, a gridlock. That's true. That There is a lot more hope for it to be a higher scoring because there is no Belichick uh but I will still take the under. But so you're going uh, under on Mahomes, under on Jimmy G, Damian Williams at 16 in PPR. Nick. Over, over in PPR. Over in PPR. Okay. Did, and uh, over on his three catches prop bet. He's gonna get five catches. Oh wow. Okay. I'm going under on this one. I think he's gonna land around 12.7 with three receptions. Uh, that's usually around what the Chiefs give up to running backs as well. I mean, 49ers, my bad. Uh, that's usually what they give up, and I have a lot of risk on him with 62%, so I'm going to have to go under on uh, Damian Williams on 16. Uh, Matt? Under. It's what the 49ers do. They stop running back, so under. Yeah, I feel the same. Nate? All right, so Nick, under? No, I'm over. You're over. Okay. Matt, you're under? Yep. Carl, under? under. Okay, over for me. Um, just because I just just because of the way I see this game unfolding, and trust me, I am not a Damian Williams guy. Mm-mm. I am an anti-Damian Williams guy. But uh, in this offense, man, he is anybody in this position is pretty scary. So for me, in how I see this game unfolding, and I know Nick disagrees with me, but it's just the way I see this game unfolding. Damian Williams is probably going to get more carries in this game than he has all playoffs. So. Um, I, I got to pound the over here, but not like crazy. It, it, the over under sixteen, I have him about eighteen. He's David Williams turns into the Hulk in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Here is gonna just... trick out trick everyone again. But this no, is... I mean, well, everyone but me and Nate. <laughs> <laughs> but this game, like, they're so their run defense is so darn good. Nate, you're just over for everybody, right? I mean, the score is going to be 275 to almost, 200. Almost. Pound the over, man. Let's what, go. Are you going over on Mostert at 16.52? Hey, let me just say this. The Damian Williams 18 points that I'm projecting could be over via the pass, which is going to help Patrick Mahomes, right? So over, 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 over. Let's go, man, all day. Why not? Yeah, okay, let's get to the next guy. Mo- Mostert at 16.5? I'm going to shock you. You guys ready? Over. <laughs> I'm just gonna write it down before you say. No, no, no. Under. What? Under. Even though he's been, think they're gonna use more. He has been the better running back. He really has. Between those two, he's been the better running back. But I think it was more about the carries he received. And again, same thing. The way I see this game unfolding, they're not gonna. The 49ers are not gonna be able to just hand off the ball to Mostert. So, and he's not a pass catcher. He had what two targets in the last two playoff games. So yep. that's going to kind of destroy his value. So I'm going to take the under there, not by much. I'm going to give him 14, uh, but 16 and a half. I'm going to go the under with Mostert. Under on Mostert. Okay, I'll, I'll wrote, I wrote over for you already. Uh, Matt, <laughs> Matt, what, what are you Correct doing? Correct it and put under, please. I, I do think this will be a, a close game, and I think that San Francisco will run regardless of game script. So 
Um, they, they, they also said he wants to run with a hot hand, which I assume will still be Mostert, although they'll probably be throwing a lot more. Either way, I will take the over because, again, I don't believe Jimmy Garoppolo's got much in store for us, so it's on the, it's on the shoulders of Mostert and an injured George Kittle to make it happen. And I'm going to copy everything you just said. I agree with every word. Nick? Uh, I think this game's going to be a lot more running and a lot more, a lot slower than everyone in the world wants it to be. So I'll definitely be taking the over on Mostert at 16 and a half. I'll, I'll forget that too. You you did under on both the quarterbacks and over on the, um, it's going to be a game and everyone's going to be so angry and everyone's going to be like, this isn't what I signed up for. Where are the commercials? <laughs> That's gonna happen. Let's, let's do a quick one with Travis Kelsey at 17.5. I'm going to go ahead and, actually go under on Travis Kelsey at 17.5. I don't think he's going to have that big of an impact. They're going to have to limit him if they want to win this game. And, of course, they want to win this game. So they're like, who do we need to take away with two people, which has been difficult for other teams. But I still think the San Francisco 49ers can take away Kelsey. So I'm going under at 17.5. You don't think if they try to do that, they won't hurt them badly in other ways, though? I don't think you could afford to put that much attention on Kelsey without paying for it. Yeah, you're, you're going to pay for it, and that's why I have over on Mahomes, and I'm going to go over on Tyreek Hill later, okay. and probably Watkins as well. But Kelsey, Spoiler alert, hold geez. on. I'm just going. End the show. We already know Nate's score is 400 to 398. <laughs> let me just let me say my own score, please, Matt. Thank you. <laughs> Nick, what do you got on Travis Kelsey at 17.5? I I think that's like phenomenal. I'd like to push this one. Actually, I'm going to I'm going to go instead of A or B, I'm going to go C and go that's right on the line, 17 and a half. Right there. Wow. <laughs> that's not He's how the game works at all though. All right. So, uh, <laughs> if he lands right at 17 and a half, I think we could give him something. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. I'll take under No, for I'll put I'll put 17.5. Seventeen point four. Is, is literally zero. He has to land exactly at seventeen point. It's like roulette when you put it on the number, baby. I don't. I don't need the the thirty six other num the thirty five other numbers and the double zeros and the red and black. Give me two. I want. I'll tell you, it, it is almost. And on seventeen point five five though, it is almost <laughs> possible to predict stuff to the yard. Michael Gallup last year, I had him projected for a deep shot to the left for a touchdown, and he got down on the one yard line. <laughs> and, and I'm I missed the projection by six point one points. Dang, Game so it is possible to be at seventeen point four. I missed this one, Nick. That's all right. Seventeen. He'll get seventeen point five. It's not a prediction. It's guaranteed. <laughs> guaranteed. Matt, what's your guarantee on Travis Kelsey over and under on seventeen point five? Uh, over, I think that he'll be. This will be like a second half thing. Kelsey will be a monster in the uh, in the second half, and I just think he's going to take over this game and kind of put it away. Maybe San Francisco starts to get a little momentum. And he's just like no. So yeah, Kelsey over. Do the dance, Nate. Twenty six points for Travis Kelsey. This is going to be a Super Bowl like none other. Okay, it's going to be something that. We're, we're going to say after it happens, I want more Super Bowls like that. That was freaking fun. There's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of points scored in this game. So, my hopes. You're getting so my hopes let's up. go over on Travis great. Kelsey. 26 points. I just want to be very specific with the points I'm saying, so that way when it plays out, we can just B-roll this, and it would be fantastic. I'm putting over 26. 
over 26. Well, there I you mean, go. Over at 26. Yeah, you're not 26 over 17.5. That'd be insane. Yeah. Uh, George Kittle, then, how, how do you feel about him? You, you, I'm guessing you're not too excited at 16.5. I'm going to go under for George Kittle, and I'm, I'm going to give him 11.3 points. Yeah, 11.3. Under on George Kittle, for sure. Oof, this one is close for me because, uh, like I said before, if the 49ers are going to win this one, I think Kittle has to be involved. And I think he's the type of person who's like, oh, my body's breaking. F it. I'm going to put it on but the line. Let me just let me just contradict that for a second because he hasn't been it, in he the hasn't, playoffs and they've won. They so, haven't needed him to do that. That is correct. This game they will. So I'm going to go over on that one but his target his target counts in these games is almost unforgivable if he's healthy enough to get targets yeah but now now he is now he is oh now now his now labrum is fixed it's it's yeah it is now fixed fantastic nick what do you got why didn't george kittle get surgery last offseason like if it's been i thought you were about to say why didn't he get it last week (laughs) he had a week off two weeks off man there was a come on go get some surgery uh 100 under like george kittle's not going to catch more than four balls and that's going to accumulate to like 35 yards maybe a touchdown that's the the panthers linebacker who arm looked like a football uh, when they were in the uh, super bowl uh uh help me he had davis yeah, he had surgery on his arm like two weeks before the Super Bowl. It was like a wrist, though, or maybe it was his arm. Oh, it, it looked it, it it looked stuff. Yeah, Matt, it's a little easier you... when you're not having to catch the ball like Kittle, though. True. <laughs> Cut the club out there. That'd be great, though. He's just clubbing people on the way down the field. <laughs> he, if any tight end could do it, it's him. What do you got on him, Matt? I think he's going to score ten point seven five four points. <laughs> Getting specific, like real me. specific. <laughs> nice. I'm just gonna, gonna round, round up. No, it will, no, it won't round up. Hashtag math. Nick's tail was just wagging when you said that. I don't know if you saw that. I got a little excited. <laughs> no, but yeah, I don't. I, I'm pretty much with Nick though. I, I don't see him catching many passes in this one. It's just, yeah, he's, he's not gonna be. He's not gonna be as involved. Even though I'd love to see it. I'm going to toss out some real quick players here. We have four left, and I know we don't have much time left of the show, so I'm going to be real quick with Tyreek Hill at 18.5. Nick? Tyreek Hill, 18.5. My God, that's a lot. Uh, Over. Over. Me, I'm going over. Matt? He can get most of that in one play. Over. Over. Nate? Under 14 points for Tyreek Hill in this game. What? It's going to be – it's a Travis Kelsey game. This is why Kelsey's right, getting 26. Hold on, but if the Chiefs are going to score 700 points, I mean, Sammy Watkins, is he going to get involved? What's going to happen? Literally every time you've said their score, you've gone up like 300 <laughs> points every time. So. <laughs> Tyreek Hill under 14, man, I'm telling you. Holy In Emmanuel Sanders, 10? Hey, I have Damian Williams for 18 and freaking Patrick Mahomes, 31, Travis Kelsey, 26. I'm telling you. This, Somebody Tyree has to Kill, not get stuff. Tyreek Hill can disappear in a game and if i'm giving him 14 points he's not completely disappearing it's but he's not you know i mean just real quick nicholas in the chat you said they're going to double team him you mean they're going to try and double team tyreek i don't think that can be done yeah he's faster than everyone on the field 
He can disappear from a game. I do agree with Nate, but yes. you mean, you're not double teaming this. No, guy. I think he means Kittle though. <laughs> do you mean Kittle? I didn't know. It just popped up. I wanted to clarify. Yeah, I think I think he's talking about George Kittle. I wish I could see this chat. I can't see the chat. Join the. It's to I keep stuff a, a little bit secret to make oh, okay. me a, a little bit more important. I wasn't. I wasn't authorized. <laughs> it's, on, it's on. It's on a site move. called um, YouTube.com. So, oh, I'm not on that. I'm on Skype right now with you guys. It's, it's a little secret. <laughs> I only do one website at a time, guys. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, 10 points. Nate the Great. Over. He's going to get 11. Oof, over. I got him for 10. Exactly. I'm going over. Nick. Over with 16. Matt. Yeah, over. If Kittle's not going to be involved, uh, Debo and uh, Sanders are going to have to carry the load. Ten's not a lot. Over. Sammy Watkins, 10 points again. Matt, what do you got? It's like Jimmy Garoppolo, auto under on Sammy Watkins. Under. Under, okay. Auto under. I follow suit. I'm on auto under with him. Under. Negative 600 points. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> eight points for me for Sammy Watkins, I'm, so under. Okay. I'm going over. Again, I have both Emmanuel Sanders and Sammy for 10 points, and their prize pick variation is 10 points. You say negative 300, was it? Negative 300. So that'd be 100, 150 fumbles? That's how the score keeps down. Everybody else is just scoring like crazy. And then Sammy's just like, no. He just screws up everything, yeah. It'd be 200 possessions per team. Oh, Nicholas in the chat, though, it didn't mean Hill. He said he's going to be double. Yeah. All right. See, okay. I think that's going to be difficult, though. Like, who's going to run with him? Nobody. Yeah. Oof, he's... Don't yeah, Richard Sherman might have a difficult time. Not that he's been shadowing, right? He hasn't been. Oh, he never does. Not that he can. I mean, no offense to Richard Sherman. Oh, yeah. But if it's Tyreek Hill, he, good luck. <laughs> he's the greatest player of all time. I don't know if you guys have heard this. Oh, my God. Just get this out of the way. Who's better, Richard Sherman or um, or Terrell Revis? Please. Oh, what, uh, right Dick, now? Dick, Dick Sherman. Any day of the I'm century, I, I, I'm, I don't have. Uh, I don't. I don't like Richard Sherman. So. What well, I love Richard Sherman, but if does, in this yeah. century, it has to be Revis at their prime. Like you can't compare stats because no one threw at Revis. It wasn't an option for you. It was just like, oh well, I guess Chad Johnson's not in the game anymore. <laughs> but that was a, that was a thing. You know, that was obviously a thing. Like, yeah, you, I'm a hundred percent in agreement with you. Okay, I love Richard Sherman. Revis is better, but I love Richard. Same Sherman. here. Same I think I think what you need to know about Richard Sherman is like, you love him if he's on your team, and if he's not on your team, you hate him. Just ask Seattle Seahawks fans who detest this guy. But let me just say this: that that interception he had, that last interception, it's just mm-hmm. like that was like thrown to him. That was like right in his hands. He he was kind of like, oh look what I have. It's like it's there, you know. I mean, he, he as he turned around, he just ended up catching the ball. It wasn't like. He made this unbelievable play when I watched the film. No, I disagree. I disagree. I think he was in the right spot, and the wide receiver wasn't in the right spot. I think Richard Sherman did a better job running that route than. But the no, wide okay. Receiver. But if you watch it though, he was not anticipating that ball to be thrown to him. He was not. Well, he was he anticipating was... the wide receiver to be there. He was. He was waiting for the wide receiver to turn left instead of right, and all of a sudden the wide receiver did the wrong thing. Sherman knew what was going to happen and what the quarterback was thinking. That's. That is smart quarterback. Player. And I gotta say, you as a Cowboys fan, you should have more respect for an interception. Like our our cornerbacks, they're like, oh, they here's a don't. here's a football. They they're like, <laughs> bat it down. Cowboys, you yeah. should have a lot of respect for throwing flags on plays that shouldn't have had a flag thrown. But that's that's, that's caught it. 
Hey, That's Nick, who's your favorite team? Uh, the Lions. Oh, wow. I'm shocked. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're rooting hard for the 49ers. I just want to say that. Yeah. You're going real hard for the 49ers. Let's be honest. It's because, it, it, like, I just feel like everyone in the world has fallen into this, like, NFL. It's the same thing everyone falls in every year going into the Super Bowl. And it's just, they're the Nick, best. They're going to win. Nick, but this is the year, buddy. <laughs> this is <laughs> right. yeah. the year. <laughs> 50 years later, baby. That's right. This is the year. And then the, you have to have... You know what? You have, be, Nick, you make back. a good point, and I'll be genuinely shocked again. <laughs> you know? I think the Chiefs are going to win this one, and if it doesn't happen, like you say, I'll be genuinely shocked again next year. Same story. I'll still be genuinely shocked again. <laughs> It'll keep happening. And then if you're going to have a talking head show, you have to have somebody who just stands his ground and defends his opinion. Uh, otherwise, you, you can just phone it in. Somebody who never phones it in is Debo Samuel, the last player. Nick, Segway. over under, 14 this points. Guy. This guy. Friggin' love you, man. Segway. <laughs> Give me the under 14 for Debo. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I'm going under. Matt. I said I had to go over on Debo and uh, and Sanders because I went under on Kittle, but I also went under on Garoppolo, and there's only so many points to go around, so under. Under. Nate, you're going to close us out with this one with the price pick segment. Over. For he's gonna get 16 fantasy points. We're talking full PPR, guys. Okay, mm-hmm. let's not forget that. Okay, so I had to take that into consideration. There's more points scored in full point PPR. Shocking, I know, but that's why I've got a lot of overs here because to me, in full point PPR, these are reasonably low uh, projections. So that's why I went over with a ton of them. I we actually been saying that all season. This site. Um has been pretty low. We had to look it up once, so we thought it might have been half PPR because their their lines do seem to be a little low on people for full PPR. So there you go. There you go. But that's how they... You're welcome. That's how they get you, though. <laughs> that's how they get exactly you. Exactly how they get you. Yeah. Then they get people thinking, oh, everyone's going to go Exactly. Over. And then, like, my, if you look at my projections over the year, I tend to be a little lower than a lot of people, especially when it comes to quarterbacks. And people be like, oh, he's going to score... 32 points against this team and i'm like yeah no that's not happening he's gonna score 17 and, and then you know he scores 22 and I'm who's mad. you know you don't want to overvalue uh, stuff i mean maybe like i've been talking up the chiefs like crazy today so i'm i'm kind of bullshitting here yeah. but <laughs> red, maybe it was a good show yeah we uh, i want to thank super everybody. bowl predictions super bowl predictions everybody real quick chiefs uh, 32, um, 27. Can that even Chief, happen? Chiefs, 35 to 17. 49ers, okay. 49ers, uh, we'll say 28, 27. Wow. That, that would be freaking, that would be a phenomenal, uh, uh, Super Bowl. However, I'm going to go with Chiefs 38 to 24. So it's not gonna be as close as we want it to be yeah you might need to change some of these to under no <laughs> 38 24 man that's a lot of points that's 62 points right 300 380 to 240 that's that's <laughs> fine well i mean you know i mean if i add a zero 380 to 240 that's right i don't so know what game point. i want to see more me and because nick you have the same scores i do with a field goal each or i don't yeah. know if i'd rather see nick's score i don't know i think i would i would rather I think, see that i'd rather yeah. be wrong trust me i, I yeah, want to be wrong I, about I'd this like game this but i'm be... just when I when I really break it down, I just I'm sorry. This is how I see it I'm, unfolding. I'm kind of all in on the 30 point Jimmy G comeback at this point. So, <laughs> but if awesome. you if you if you could guarantee 
I'm not saying any any point line, but just guarantee that both teams will reach 20 points. You don't care about who wins or loses if the game is uh, close at the end or anything. If both teams could get 20 points, would you take that right now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's exciting. Yeah, that, that's is exciting. it though? Is 20 each exciting? Is that in the, the bar? Super Bowl? In the Super Bowl, yes, we want to see people score points. I mean, last year's Super Bowl sucked. Let's be honest. Yeah, it did. It really. I mean, what was the final score? I'm sorry. 13-3. 13-3. Yeah. Everyone fell asleep in that game. Nobody that wants so that. You know, you've got a lot of Baker like... Baker fell asleep in the Atlanta game too with them blowing them out. Another way to, to get lose viewers is a blowout. Is the, the Seattle and the Denver game. Oh, oh yeah. But then the Atlanta one obviously did not turn out to be a blowout. Well, hey, that 38-24, to that could be... It could be 24-24 heading into the fourth quarter and then the Chiefs just score two touchdowns in the fourth. So it still could be... You know, have you in there? So, yep. do we see any asinine fake punts or uh, fake anything or anything in this one? I don't. I don't think yeah, so. I don't think so. I don't think this game calls for that. I think they're just gonna. I just. I disagree. You got the two most creative fucking coaches out there. They're gonna. They're gonna come up with something weird. I, I mean, well, I mean, I hope fake punt, but you'll see a, a Philly special or something. I think they're just two, gonna two give it their best effort. <laughs> you know. I would like to thank everybody in the chat for joining us here today. Uh, Mello, Nicholas Carone. We had Fantasy... Uh, what was the name? Fantasy Football Unlimited. Football. John oh, yes. McLean joining FFU. in. Uh, y'all been fantastic. I want to say thank you to Nicholas Carone for saying that he's my favorite YouTuber uh, about me. So I'm going to take that to heart. Thank you, Nicholas. Uh, and I want to say thank you to Nate for coming on the show. <laughs> You've been a fantastic guest. Thank you so much for coming on. If you want to plug your content one more time for everybody, I would love that. Sure. You can go ahead and check me out on Dominate FF on Twitter. I'm there all the time. I'm obsessed. I'm, I've, I've got a problem, to be honest with you. Uh, and you can check my articles and, and fantasy content over at Fantrax.com. And uh, be on the lookout for the Fantasy Football Black Book 2020. Uh, this year, because I'll I'll be in that as well. Great book, thank you, Matt. If people want to find more of you, where can they do so? I'm everywhere, man. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Matt Williams M A T T W I seven seven I M S. I'm on here. I'm on the Turn Two podcast for anyone who likes baseball. Some people, you know, don't like it in the fantasy football circles, but it's Come coming. On. It's coming for it's coming for you all. Is that and, a round uh, ball in that in that? Sport. Yeah, I believe they the oh. smaller, smaller round ball, kind of it's like soccer, but with seams. Wait, calm, um, calm down. I'm also on the Daily Blitz pod with my boy Nick here and DF Statistics DFS for football. Nick, round us out. Where can people find more of you? Under a rock. Um, but if you don't want to look there on Twitter, at Nick Faber, NFL in regards to baseball, thank God the NL is taking getting the DH. It is about freaking time we actually get Baseball happened. I basically put it out where I don't want Matt Prater under center on third down. I don't want Max Scherzer batting in the seventh inning. So I'm glad that happened. I'll end us on baseball. Fantastic. I might watch again. I might watch baseball again. Thank you for that. That didn't so, actually happen. He made that up. The NL is uh, the DH is not actually in the NL. Bummer. Next year is not happening. They said they're they're trying to make it happen, but the uh, the, the owner they got to get 75 percent of the NL owners and 
that probably is not going to happen. You know what's going to happen, though? More CSD Fantasy content coming out this weekend here on the YouTube channel. You can like, also wait. find this show on csdfantasy.com, where you can also find even more fantasy content with usability charts coming up for running backs, wide receivers, and quarterbacks in the next week or so. Uh, you can check out Making the Leap for McCole Hardman here on the YouTube channel uh, and learn why he's going to be fantastic when they cut Sammy Watkins ahead of next year. But signing off for the Fantasy Rabbit Hole is Nick Faber, Matt Williams, our guest Nate Hamilton, and CST Fantasy. See you all next time. Peace. No one heard that.